Hello, you are listening to Magic is Real, and I am Shannon Torrance. I am a psychic medium. Most of my videos are on video, and today this video is going to be an audio only just to protect the privacy of my dear client, Dawn, who unfortunately lost her best friend, soulmate, husband, with whom she has children and grandchildren. She has been going through unimaginable pain and grief. And she has been kind enough to give me permission to share this recording of our mediumship reading of the time we spent together this week in hopes that it will bring comfort to others who are going through grief and to let other people know that they're not alone, that there is life after death, that the consciousness never dies, and that while we will always miss our loved ones when they pass away, and it's not going to take away the pain of grief. They're still here. They're just in another room. And I also just wanted to touch on the fact that as a medium, I am not a therapist. I'm not a grief counselor. But so much of my job and what I love about my job is that I get to hold space for people that are going through grief, who have lost people that they love, as we all have or will. And I also wanted to present this as an opportunity for anyone who's considering booking a reading with me to see how I work, to see what we do, to see what it's all about. Because I know when I used to book readings with mediums, I always wished that I could see a video of them reading so I knew what I was signing up for. And so I could see if their style resonated with me and if they were the person that I should be working with. My intention and my hope is that you will find peace and comfort and inspiration in listening to this mediumship reading. Thank you again for being here. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please leave me your comments below. Let me know your thoughts. It really means a lot and it's a free way for you to support the podcast. Thank you so much. Lots of love. Um, have you been going to church lately? Like, even though I know you're, you're you know, you don't, necessarily go like to church every Sunday. Have you been visiting a church where they have like a candle thing? I, I went to um, my Reiki, who's a spiritual, you know, minister and stuff. And I've been talking about um, going back to church. That's what I just heard is that you're going back to church. That's literally, I didn't hear more than that. I heard you're going back to church. Um, and whether it's <clears throat> in whatever way, it doesn't have to be for the service, just be that being there for you. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. It's, I think, I think that that feels right to me that whether it's going there to light a candle, but also just kind of getting back into that routine of comfort and the tradition of it, even if you're more of a spiritualist at this point, it's still important to you. Um, it just feels like there's uh, been, been discussion around about, about getting back to church. And when your kids were younger, did you take them? Is that something that you did as a family? Yes. Does it feel, have you, have you talked about them with them recently about going back as a, like together as a family, or is it more just something you're doing for yourself? Well, I had a really hard time when he passed away. Like, um, you know, he, we brought his remains to the church, his ashes. And, um, we had like a mass, a funeral mass for him. And, uh, I thought I was going to be okay, but when I walked down the aisle with my kids, my boys were holding, you know, his remains. 
and my daughter and I were behind him and the boys and I saw the priest up at the front and I just I lost it because it reminded me of my wedding day like looking at the priest and thinking oh, well this is the end so um after his mass I couldn't walk I like my legs just went out from under me and all these people were there and it was like this like warped like wah 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 you know kind of thing and I was just like out of really out of it and I just felt so out of control like I've never felt like that before yeah that makes so much sense it's so a, I yeah. haven't been able to go back to church since then yeah and it I think it's interesting that <clears throat> excuse me he brings up you going back to church there's no as you know he's not judging you he doesn't it's not it's not for him it's for you so he has no judgment on whether you go or not but it's an acknowledgement that you are thinking about it and that that is in some part part of the healing is creating new memories around it and even visiting some bad memories and you don't have to do it if it's too much you know if you go there and it doesn't feel right then don't go but it's but it's a I think there's just an a feeling for me that I feel from him which is when you go there I'm going to be there with you I'm going to be holding your hand through it and if it just means walking in and breathing and walking out and going I can't do it that's okay um but it's about taking those first steps forward to create a new experience around it or well, we uh, always held hands in church always that's what I heard him showed he showed me holding hands like I'm going to be there holding your hand as you as you sit there and again if it's you do not have to sit through it if you don't want to but it's okay to say let's try to put our foot back in the water a little bit you know you don't um as and I know that you wouldn't go if you didn't want to because it's not that church itself is so important as much as it is a something that used to be a place of comfort and tradition and um, family and that sort of thing. There's, uh, there feels like I have uh, an older person with a name like Shirley or something like that. Shirley's my mom. Oh, it is? Thank you. But she's not in spirit. That's okay. That's interesting. This is interesting. Thank you. Um, is her mother in spirit? Yes. Okay. It's Shirley's mom then, because I feel a grandmother in spirit coming through. Pat knew her. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 He comes through today. He came through with this older woman that felt like grandma to me. She's coming through with more evidence to show me that, yes, I also am supporting this decision and will be with you and very happy to see you putting your foot back in the church, not from a judgment standpoint, um, even though her human self might have been a little bit more pushy about it in terms of like, you need to go back to church, not pushy, but just like encouraging this. Um, but it feels as though there's a um, supportiveness around it is all I'm saying. It's not, it doesn't have to be. Um, there is something about race cars as well. Cause I'm seeing like racing cars and fast cars and like a track going around. It's not, it doesn't have to be NASCAR. So. I just gave my little grandson his matchbox cars. You did. You mean from Pat when he was little? Yeah. He saved them in a drawer. He always wanted to give them to the. Okay. I'm feeling that would be more and, yes, and yesterday I brought him out that thank you that feels more resonant to me because when I asked Pat they were in a case and they had all little race cars and tractors and that's what it is girl 
because when I said to him, I want more, I would like for you to show me things that let her know that more evidence that you're there and, and show me things that you're observing. To me, that's, that feels more like it. Like I just keep seeing race car, race car, and I hear race car, race car. So and I handed him, I just handed my grandson, uh, I found a little, uh, Camaro, a yellow Camaro, like and my that's husband. what he had. That's yeah. what I had. And I just gave him, I just gave the baby a little today. I just handed it. Okay. To that's what it is. It's like, he wants you to know that he's there and okay. Um, this feels right. Barbers. There's something where I'm seeing a hair salon or a barbershop. It doesn't feel like a fancy salon. It feels like some kind of like a barbershop is what I'm seeing. Yes. I took, we took the babies to go, um, or my grandson to get his first haircut a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. I just saw that like all the kids. My sons came, everybody, the whole family came just for his haircut and they all got haircuts. And that's what it is. He wants you to know he was it there. It was an old time barbershop too. It's like yeah. a Disney. Not like I said, not a salon, a barbershop. It's, I but saw it very clearly just people sitting around very simple, but with the little yeah. smocks on and yeah. that's his way. I just got chills. He's like, yes, he just gave me huge chills to let me know that I was there for that. I was completely part of it. Um, I watched it all happen. Very proud of grandson for rolling with it. Like it doesn't feel yeah. like he did, like he didn't freak he, out. He did really good. He did not freak out, which everybody oh. was expecting him to. That's he what he just said. Good. He's like, he didn't cry. He did really great. Like that's, oh he, my God. That was like, a, because we here. expected him. I'm sorry. We expected him to freak out. Hang on. I'll show you. Yeah. And all of the family went together. Oh, that's so sweet. And so did Pat. He wanted me to say, and so did I. And I was like, um, I was actually quite, I was quite sad when I went there because yeah. I was like, I hope you're here. Mm -hmm. That's why he's bringing it up. Because you said, I hope you're here. And he's telling you right now, I am here. I was there. That's, that's incredible. Here um, he was. It'll show you the whole, all the kids, all my boys. Yeah, I want to see. In a row. Oh my God, that's so funny that he said barbershop. I mean, that's, barbershop. that's crazy. And you said he didn't fuss, it's true. We expected him to have a fit. Yep, he specifically said that to me, like how proud he, like good, not that he would have been upset. If, <laughs> he wouldn't care if the kid cried, but it was like, he just wanted to say he did really good. Um, and then I, I felt there was something about like going out to pizza as a family. I know that's really generic, but it's like, what I saw was this place that I used to go when I was a kid with my family called Angelina's. And it was like this Italian with the checkered tablecloth tablecloths. And you get like a Coke in one of those glasses that you could like, they were textured. Does that mean anything to you as it pertains to now? Or is it something you used to do? Oh, we always went out for pizza and it was what, that's his favorite food. Okay. It may just be that, like he's showing me like everyone going, like the whole family going to. Well, I just told the kids to come over tomorrow night and I would order pizza. Okay. I mean, again, it's, I don't, I, it sounds like that's what he's showing me is when I feel into that, what it feels like is he remembers going as a family and he's like, we're still as a family. Like there's no, even though I'm not in the same room, I'm still we're still doing that together. Shaving legs, something about shaving legs. Does that make sense? Yes. What does it mean? He always had a pet peeve about like, that was like his thing. He hated like 
unshaved legs and unshaved armpits. He was like, and I'm like, Hey, I don't even give a crap anymore. (laughs) That's funny. Cause you know him, he has a very good sense of humor. And so like, whenever I talk to him, he says funny things. It's not like so much of what he says. That's funny. And my daughter just said, mom, my legs are so itchy right now. And she just went and got a razor. She just told me this. Like, Oh, like right now. That's why he's like, he's, he's letting you know, like I hear everything. There's not a single thing that happens that I don't hear. And he's letting you know, I was in the room, like, or, you know, he's always there, but it's like, right before I got on the phone with you, my daughter's like, mom, I had to stop at target because I had to get a razor. Hello. I'm so itchy on my leg. She told me they show us the most mundane things just to be like, I'm literally here for everything. Like, even though I have work to do on the other side, like I still hear all the little things. It's like, he can be in all these places at one time. He wanted to, you know, really make that. And then um, something about tying shoes, showing me lacing up his shoes. He didn't know how to tie his shoes. Oh, wow. Right. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm tying my shoes. And I was like, honey, that's not the way to tie your shoes. And he's like, yes, it is. And I said, no, it was like one of the first things I was like, something's wrong. You've been, this is interesting. Have you been writing out your own will and Testament? No, but I was thinking I have to get my, um, the house in order and write a will. Yeah. Yeah, It's just a validation of you Again, spirit never tells you what you have to do. It's just an acknowledgement that you've been thinking about it Um, because they just showed me writing a will. And like, we already, you know. About it. I even thought about it today. I'm like, I have to get that done. I I hear the word Stella, but I feel like it's related to the, it's not so much that it's somebody named Stella, but Stella means star. And I'm just trying to figure out what that is. And let me know if it resonates with you, but I'm hearing Stella. but it feels more like a constellate, like there's an idea of a constellation or stars. There's a feeling of something related to, I can't tell if it's a physical object, but it's like, on one hand, I'm seeing a figurine, like a a figurine, like a tchotchke kind of a thing that represents something. I'm hearing like Stella and star and this figurine. Does that make any sense to you? I have a spiritual um, Reiki friend named Stella. You do? Then I should have just... And she lost her husband a little after I lost Pat. Okay. And Stella is a very, like, insightful person. Like, she, at Christmas, like, she brought me this gift and she... um, you know, because they were having a gathering, like our Reiki group, and you know they asked me to bring food, so I did. But I really didn't want to be part of the festivities. I just didn't feel like I could. Yeah. So I went out by the swing, out in the back, you know, just just to get away from it all. And um, Stella came up to me, and she gave me this gift, and it was like this blue blanket which is the exact color of my couch. I mean, she would never have known that. And she said, Dawn Spirit told me that I had to give you this. She said, "Um, every time you 
hold yourself in it. I want you to realize like there's all these angels holding you. Wow. And you're in love. When oh you my God. Them. Yeah. Because you know what I I should sometimes I'm like, why don't I just say it? And there's stars on the blanket. Also, the figurine I was seeing, it was glass and it was two figures in an embrace. That's what I was trying. I was seeing that, but I wasn't articulating it. Like I was, cause I didn't think the, I didn't think the statue was the thing like, but, but I need to learn to be more descriptive. What I'm seeing specifically is a glass figurine with two people in an embrace, which I know that's just not what you have, but it's like the um, representation. Cause I said, Stella star. And then there's this, there's, like, there's snowflake stars on the blanket. Okay. It feels to me that that's an acknowledgement, but also as you say that, I also feel like Stella's husband might be here as well, just with a quick, with a message for her. So I want to just go with where I'm going with this. Is Stella more in her sixties? She's a little older than you. Okay. Yeah. Cause her husband feels a little bit, did he pass just not too long ago? Like, cause he feels a little older. He doesn't feel like he passed very young. No, he was older and he, um, he passed after Pat did. Okay. Um, I'm just hearing the name Stuart or something. Stu, Stuart. There's a Stuart that passed away in our Reiki group. Oh, really? Yeah. Stuart coming through as and, well. And my Reiki teacher talks about him all the time. I have never met him, but okay. his name is Stuart. But not why he's, there is something about him not being in his, having a brain issue towards, like not, not being cognitive at the end. Like, would that make sense to you in terms of how Stella's in the past? She, he just wanted to talk about like not being able to communicate. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it feels very much like his head is cloudy. Um, and so I do, did he have like Lou Gehrig's or did he have ALS? I don't think so. Um, there was something about being, somebody being trapped in their, not being able to, like being in their body and being trapped in their body. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know the specifics. Okay. That's fine. It just feels like what he's expressing to me is that he's very, um, it's interesting because I see him with very high cheekbones and I don't know if that's like, because he was thin by the end, but that's just how I saw him all of a sudden is that he's a very thin, was he very thin? And you don't know, I don't know if you've seen pictures of him, um, but he kind of, he kind of comes through as very wiry and thin. And I don't know why he shows me that because it's not, it may not be important, but in any case he feel, maybe it is that he's showing me that for a reason to show me that he was sort of waste. There's a sense of wasting with him. Like it feels like he's slowly deteriorating. And he, and the, the feeling is that when he comes through is like, I'm sharp as attack, I'm clear. Um, I'm, I, I, I have this lucidity is the word he uses and I haven't heard, heard He's like, there's a lucidity that's back that I, that I was missing that, um, just feel, and I want more details, but we're going to, but it's okay. It'll all come, it'll all come around the way it's meant to. Um, there's something about him with him too. Like, cause if he wants to talk about like bathing or somebody bathing, have, bathing him, it's, it's like an, and I don't know if it's like a bap, a late baptism or something, but you can leave that with Stella and see if it means anything to her. I do feel like there's a lot of, I just feel like Stuart and her husband, I mean, they're not giving me a lot of specifics. So if it's, if they don't have them, that's fine. But I just kind of feel like there is some uh, wanting to reach out to her and it's hard. And it, like, 
you'll you can ask her about this, but I just saw like um an international envelope. Like we used to write each other letters back in the day. Remember before we had computers and you would write to somebody long distance. I just saw that Paravion paper, which is that really thin letter paper. Um, and it it looks like I'm seeing that like an international letter. So you can ask her if it makes any sense, but he it could be that at some point they had a long distance thing. Yes, I think that that she was from another country. Because it shows me writing international he was, he, Yeah, he, she was from another country and I guess brought her here or something maybe. That would make sense. But I also think Pat's bringing up Stella in terms of just the blanket, the, the signs, the synchronicities of that and having him orchestrate that because she said spirit told me to do this and him validating that he gave you the blanket. And Stella's, you know, she's so much more healed than me. Like... I think I wore black. I had black, a black shirt on at the party and I had like um, a pair of like red and green and black, like, um, you know, legging pants. And Stella looked at me and she goes, black is not your color. I don't want you to wear black again. Aww. She goes, you need to realize you can't do this. You can't, you've got to lift yourself out and like she just was very like almost firm with me like you know like you've got to get out of this you know I think that's another reason that Pat brings up Stella as being really glad that you have her there because she's such a strong it's okay to grieve for as long as you know there's no expiration date it's you can't force yourself look at her I look at her like how are you doing this like how are you being like she could she was singing and she was still happy and she was like okay he's in a better place I'm like I'm like in awe of her like how do you get there I know does she have kids she does but she's not like they're not like really close with her or yeah. but she does see her grandkids it's just um and everyone's so different too the fact that Pat is like I'm mean, not saying that it, she wasn't but like every your your relationship with Pat is so primitive because, and I say primitive from like a biological bond standpoint, but partly because you, and, and maybe she has too, but like he is your soulmate. Like that's it. There's no way around it. He's always been in your life. He's going to be in your life. And after your life, this life, he's going to always be there. And he's, it's like the two of you are just twin flames really. And I, you know, for, I don't know if I, I, sometimes I'm not sure if I believe in twin flames or not, but I think because there are different definitions of it, but I, but it feels like there's such this primal thing. And also he was young, like really young, you know, I mean, not that that ever matters. You use your spouse, he could be 85 and you're still going to grieve, but it is. And also everyone's just different, you know, like where you are in your life, what you have going on, what's how, you, what your background together was, but it is so good though, to have somebody there that can hold you through it and, and guide you through it from a different, you know, everyone offers something like, you know, I'm going to offer crying with you and I'm going to be like, I get it. <laughs> let's, let's cry every day, you know, and then Stella's going to be like, snap out of it, you know? And you, I think you need like a bunch of different types of people around you um, who all love you and who are all like totally supportive of your grief process because your grief process is yours. And you, you, if you can't, it's not, there's nothing, it's not your fault that it, you can't get, that you're not feeling better yet. It's not, you know, this is something that is individual to you. And there's a lot of, there are a lot of complexities in it. Um, 
I just saw Wonder Woman. Is there something about Wonder Woman? What is that? He always called me Wonder Woman. He always said I was his Wonder Woman. I'm crying. Okay. Okay. Um, One day we were like at downtown Disney and he comes up and he finds a Lego Wonder Woman. He put it on my keychain. And you always find little Wonder Woman things. T-shirts and things like that. Because he, because as we're talking about this and how your grief is your grief, he just said Wonder Woman, like you're Wonder Woman. Doesn't matter if you're falling apart every day, you're still Wonder Woman. You, he still sees you as you can, you're strong, you know, you don't have to be, and also you don't have to be strong all the time, but you're strong because you're here. You're strong because you're staying, even though it's hard. And he it's his little way of encouraging you and saying come on honey you got this you're wonder woman you know you i've got you you've got me like it's it's not going to be easy but you if if anyone's got this you've got this even though you don't feel like it and it's okay not to feel like it you don't have to feel strong you don't have to be strong you don't have to project strength just your soul in itself is is here and it's fighting and that you know alone is waking up every day showing up for other people the way that you do that's enough Every small step, taking one step out the door to feel the sun on your face, having a moment of joy, big celebration for those little things. Um, he just showed me a cake and a candle. 19, I think I see 19 on it. Um, I, I don't know if the numbers, I don't know if the numbers rele relevant, but I just, I'm just going with what comes through. He showed me celebrating a birthday, which I know is cliche. Every medium says that, but uh, there is a birthday that feels imminent like is there a birthday party coming up now or somebody's birthday that's like now well saturday my son's mother-in-law is having a birthday are you going to that they asked me to make the cake okay that's what it is but um, it's not you know i don't know where 19 comes i don't in. either it's I, what i did is i just zoom sometimes i'll just say zoom me in and then i'll just see candles and it looks like maybe it'll make sense later I just saw one of those candles, those candles that have the numbers on them. And it may be, yeah. Maybe because my mom, her birthday's coming up on the 24th. Okay. And I always put like, I never, she's going to be 83. And you put a joke one on there? I always put like 18. 18. Yeah. This I was just about to say, right before you said that, the next thing that was coming out of my mouth is, either there weren't enough candles or there were like at the store, they didn't have the right candles or you're putting different numbers on there to make a joke. That was the feeling of like the candles that are numbers, but like maybe you go to the store and you're looking for 85 or whatever. And they're like, Oh, they don't have an eight. So I'll just put the five and make a joke. Like happy fifth birthday. It felt like a joke, like, like a, a, a play on that kind of feeling. I do that to my mom every, every birthday for That's her. cute for Shirley. Uh, rosebud okay let's go with rosebud i know that that's a you know the the movie the sled um that was just one of his favorite movies there you go um he just said rosebud <laughs> and and so um that's oh my god i know the movie i'm a film major what the heck um you know say from a sled he used to tell me the sled was rosebud it was and that's the big thing of the movie 
is that the sled is called Rosebud. And at the end he goes, Rosebud. And it's like, a, and I, he just said that to me. It was like, he's just, it's funny with Pat, the way that he speaks is so, it's like, he's just talk, sitting with, he's just talks so clearly when, you know, and he's so easy to understand. Okay, he's showing me sitting on the, he's sitting on the couch with you. I don't know if this is present or like before, but he's got his arm around you. And this is a very casual, it's not, this doesn't feel like right now. It feels like he's sitting on the couch with you, his feet are up, you're watching movies, his arm is around you. And I'm trying to get to why we're seeing this. Um, date night, it feels like a date thing. Like you, even though you're married already and you've got kids, it feels like there's this time of you having this sort of like, let's have popcorn, let's watch movies. Did you do that together? All the time. Okay. It he was loved Hallmark. He loved Hallmark movies. No that way. Favorite. That was his favorite. He's, and he told me, told me once. He goes, if I could choose to die, like if I if I had my choice of how I would die, I would die holding you, watching Hallmark movies. Okay, that is a man that like every woman wants and will never have. <laughs> no wonder you're devastated because he's also one in a million like you just can't find a guy like people he's don't he's a unicorn he's a unicorn it does that is the cutest thing ever because it tell he tells me that it's like he wanted to do like a high school date with you like um like you always read we did this as sort of like remember in high, we, he wanted it to feel like you felt in high school um and never let that tradition go um because he's and he shows me just he's in his jeans he's wearing his socks he's got his feet up on the table his arm is around you he shows me like eating popcorn like doing what you do you like eat popcorn and you don't just sit down and go let's what's see what's on tv you're making an effort to sit and spend that time together um every single night every night oh yeah what a sweetheart pat you're crazy and then and then sometimes, you know, he'd be like, okay, let's just go into bed. And then he put on um, Love Boat. <laughs> we used to watch Love Boat reruns, him and I. That's amazing. Like a lot of couples are together, but they're like in separate rooms or. Even when he was working, like he had to go off on disability because he was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Like it'll be seven years now, but he had like almost six that he was off of work one day. I mean, he was, he was a pretty big uh director of engineering for Siemens he was like a big important guy yeah he called me and tell me like he's on his way home and what's for dinner and I would just sit there and wait for him to come home yeah and then he would um he would tell me like this is like what I live for when he got home and just come up and hold me and you know if we ever had words he'd say to me hold my hand yeah they'll have to hold each other's hands even though we're mad at each other or upset and with each other or whatever that's on un that's so unusual he never once said that he wanted to leave me or mm -mm. or i wanted to really leave him no it's like he works through everything and that that is so rare we work through everything we work through everything the only time we'd have fights is when he would tell me he had to go like off to Germany again. I'd be like, I'd get kind of nasty. Yeah. Cause you feel abandoned, even if it doesn't. I hated it. I hated him going away. I don't know if I always felt like in my soul, Yeah, like I just didn't want him to leave. Yeah. Oh my God. 
I don't know. Life is that probably make his life easy because you know when he had to go, I was kind of not nice, but we would work through it. And, and he was patient. Yeah. He gave me like he gave me a card like the last time you left. <clears throat> I have it somewhere here, and it says, um, "Just before you go to bed tonight, look out your window." see that one little star shining down just for you and he said honey every time it twinkles it's me saying i love you and i miss you and i wait, can't wait until you're here with me again he goes i know you're leaving as for less time than me and i'm so sorry to have to leave you i'll miss you so bad and can't wait till the moment i hold you again and he said, I'll never stop trying. I'll never stop watching you as I leave. I'll never stop losing my breath every time I see you looking back at me. I'll never stop holding your hand. I'll never stop opening your door. I'll never stop choosing you, babe. I'll never get used to you. That's so beautiful. And I, and I know that by reading that out loud, he's still saying it. It's, it's, it's the, it's still the same message that he's like, I can't wait to see you. Like he, he sees you, but you can't, you know, when you're together again, there will be a reunion. And I know you want to rush that reunion because why wouldn't you? And it sucks. It sucks that you have to stay here and that you have to stay here because you're needed here. Like it's, but it's not just about other people needing you. It's like your soul needs to be here. It's just kind of the feeling that I have and I can't tell you why. Your soul will understand it. I'm trying to get, um, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Have you been to Santa Barbara? Do you know someone in Santa Barbara? I'm just gonna say it. Are we, is it a place or is there- Yeah, Santa Barbara's in California. Or is the name Barbara? And I, I think it might be the name Barbara. That's what I'm, I'm like. It might be, I'm like, I, it's either Barbara or Santa Barbara. Barbara's his mom's name. Okay, there we go. It's, uh, I'm from Southern California. So the reference is, is Santa Barbara, but the emphasis is on Barbara. Do you have a shawl of hers? Shawl or something like a blanket, something around your shoulder. I do have a blanket. Oh, it feels like something you put around your shoulders of her that belongs to her. I have a blanket that was hers. Okay. And I just saw golf tees. Golf tees? Golf tees. Something about golf. He didn't golf, did he? Pat? Yeah. Um, we just talked about it. Um, I just talked about Pat golfing to somebody that he wasn't a great golfer but he enjoyed it I okay. tell this to like I told somebody this we were talking about golfing and was it just some the- of that like to golf and I said you know yeah. he enjoyed it sometimes oh I know my daughter-in-law ah, was that just like- that her mom she said her mom went golfing with her dad and I said I wish I got to do that with Pat like they I just said that today okay he literally said her mom went golfing with her dad and I said you know I'd give anything to go golfing with Pat even though I hate it I go and she goes to Pop's golf and I said you know he he enjoyed golfing yeah 
wasn't great at it, but he enjoyed it. It's so we, like, I just yeah. talked to my daughter-in-law about it. Like that's, I would even golf, even though I hated golfing. Just to oh, be yeah. That's just, he's just acknowledging having heard you say that. That's what that means to me when he shows me golf. There's something that I'm seeing about the beach, but waves and surfing. Like, I know that where you, oh yeah, you're in Florida. Dude, there's no surfing there, is there? I used to body surf. like Okay, because you know. I just saw, he just showed me the ocean and sur surfing, but it didn't feel like, you know, competitive surfing. It just felt like. He used to have a body board. He'd have a body board. And... Oh, do you still have that body board? It doesn't matter, but I was just. We do. We have them. They're still in the garage. Are you using it still? Or is anyone using it? Not right now. I just saw like an image of a wave and like body, like, like surfing. Um, and I just saw kites, but I feel like that might've been a thing that we saw before. And you told me there was a picture of him flying kites. Was that him? He was kites with the kids. And then I told my daughter, we took the baby to the beach a few weeks ago and I told her we have to bring a kite next time. Okay. That's what it is. Because I'm like, I know he's told me this before, but it came up again. And what's really, what I'm, I'm, it's starting to be really interesting for me as a medium, because in the past I'd go, well, I already knew that. So that can't be right. But now I can tell the way that it comes in, that it's not a memory from me. It's like, it's a new, he's showing me it again. It's, um, and it's just an acknowledgement of remembering flying kites with the children. And then also knowing that you've mentioned it and that you said, we need to bring the kites, um, because it's just something that you'll do. So he's bringing me to the beach, showing me the surfing and showing me the kites as being, a, being aware that this is happening and also being aware that he's going to be there with you when that happens. Um, flooding, why did I hear flooding? Flooding, like a basement flooding or something? Has there been like a flood in your basement? I did get a water, a little water leak in my ceiling, but it's not that, like a flood, but yeah. Yeah, because I saw it. Do you have a basement where you are? I saw like a cement floor. My daughter, she had a little flood in her playroom, the baby's playroom. When yes. did that happen? When that happened, her room flooded. There was an acknowledgement of a, a room flooding and that that's is, right you're right that's him just right yeah she was like she was an up in arms because she had to tear out the carpet and it was like a cement floor um underneath the carpet that she pulled and had to that's right. his way of acknowledging he's not just with you but also with your daughter and knows about all these little things that are happening i'm also seeing something about horse i think horse racing horse racing like i'm watching horses go around a track or people uh, we used to do that we used to do that when we lived in illinois we'd go to arlington mm, okay because i thought horse rate like the horse like the the horse and my mother-in-law would come with sometimes and she would be like a tyrant like she always was uh, she's like i want to go home now and we'd be like we just got here or whatever and she'd have a fight with my father-in-law and then want everybody to leave and that was barbara we did that on mother's day yeah or father's day I know, Barbara. Yeah. Uh, that's so interesting. Because I just, We're yeah. The only person in my family that was a pill and a half to deal with. Oh my goodness. He's still with her anyway. But I think, well, I would love to know if she has anything to chime in with. But she may not. She may just be hanging out. Um, 
but I definitely know that there was like a mention of her. I just definitely know that she's in the spirit mix for sure. Cause I keep feeling like he's with his mother. Um, did he have, who had chickens? Did he have chickens when he was growing up or something? Or did she he? did. She did. That's interesting. I just, when I, I just saw. And she could never eat a whole chicken. She never would buy a whole chicken. She always had to have a, you know, like a breast that was skinless, boneless, because she could never cook chicken because she, they had to kill the chickens. Okay. And so she never could do that. Yeah. So when I married Pat, like I would make a whole chicken. That's what my mom would do. I'd stuff it or I, you know, roast it or whatever I would do. And he would tell me he never had a whole chicken in his whole life. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting thing to bring up because it's, it, it ties the two of them together. I'm seeing ruins. Did somebody go to like Greece or Athens or something? We like, did. Pat and I did. You did? We sure did. I well, my, no father, my father's from Greece. I didn't know this. Right. There we go. I just saw Greece and the part, like not the Parthenon and I saw columns and like the ruins, the ancient ruins of Greece. My father was born in Greece. He came here when he was like 19. Oh, yeah. wow. And your dad's still here, right? No. Oh, he's not. So I wonder if he's, he might be coming through this. I don't, I don't remember if we've connected with him before. Did something happen when you went to Greece? Do you remember if there was something with your passports that like was unusual? Something, did you lose it or like forget your <laughs> Like we went, we went, this was not when we went to Greece. It's another time when we went to Gibraltar and, um, he left his, okay. We had, he was, he had the passports and yeah. he left them on a van, like a tour van. And we yeah. wound up in the, um, we wound up in the, like inside of a mountain, uh, mountain or, uh, you know, like we were, we were in the, what do you call it? Where the stalactites are and all mm -hmm. that in the mountain and we were going on a tour and we were and I said to him like where's the passports and he goes oh I left them on the yeah bus. and I like lost my mind I'm like what do you mean you left them on the tour bus you know there's a 50 tour buses out there how do you know you know those are our passports what are we gonna do <laughs> and I remember zipping through the the thing just running out like getting back to the van to get the passports. And I told them, you are never, ever, never allowed to hold the passports ever again. Like right. you are no longer for the rest of our lives in charge of passports. That makes sense. Cause he showed me there was a mix up with passports or you forgot your passports or something. No, I, no, he, he literally he did. did that. And I, at, to the end of time, I never let him hold a passport again. That makes total sense. And he's fine. He's I always fine. say, come on, hand it over. Perfect. That's, that's funny that he would bring that up because I'm seeing traveling in Greece and passports and, and that sort of thing, which is really interesting. I, I think I'm, I think I'm going with this. I think I'm understanding you're saying, Pat, that on the other side, there are pillars. Like there's a thing that looks just like there's, he's saying he's seeing something similar on the other side. Like steps part it like it looks like Greece there's like these long pillars I know that that's something that a lot of people associate with like the pearly gates or whatever but he's talking about there being these similar structures on the other side that look like that only they're far more beautiful and bright and light and I just feel compelled to say that so I'm going with it that 
he's like, it looks like where we went in Greece, like the things that we saw in Greece, it looks like that here. It's kind of like, that's just something I felt. And I, I'm going with it because it feels right to me um, that there's, he sees these big pillars. Um, and he kind of said, I can't wait for you to see, like, I can't wait to show them to you. That's just when I saw a big rainbow, like um, a rainbow. Has he shown you a rainbow in the last like week or so? No, but there's rainbows on our, on our wedding invitations. And okay. I just, and he de definitely wanted me to emphasize the rainbows. Um, to me, they look more like they're very, well, it's, yeah, it's just, it's rainbows, but they're very transparent, but it looks, they're so bright. Like they're so, just the way I'm seeing them, they're shimmering, like these shimmering rainbows when I see it almost like I'm just describing it to you for whatever it's worth that I see it as like iridescent kind of like these iridescent swirls of colors but he definitely wanted me to talk about the rainbows um and how beautiful how beautiful they are um there's something about Disney castles I'm assuming this might have to do with your do you have grand you have how many? You have, wondering if this has to do with a grandchild thing because I just saw Disney and I saw a castle and it, I don't want to say it's Cinderella specifically, but it kind of comes to mind as like this castle that looks like something out of it. It looks. I know there's something about a Disney movie or a Disney show. The kids always watch Disney stuff, but there's a picture on my over my mantle or on my mantle, which is um, the last time we all went to Disney together. And um, and he has balloons because it was like his birthday, oh. and he has balloons and it looks like he's going off and we're all like trying to pull him in. Oh wow, and that's I my daughter and I said, you know, when I when the picture was taken, I thought it was really cool. Mm -hmm. I said, but now my son had it made like blew up for me, and so it's like on my mantle and um, I said it's sort of like symbolic, like. He's just going off, you know, and we're trying to hold him back. That's so symbolic. It makes sense that he'd bring up, because he keeps showing me the Disney logo, like the the cursive letters, and he shows me this Disney castle. And it makes sense that that to you would, have you, is that something that's been recent that you've brought that up again? Yes. I just okay. told my daughter that maybe a few days ago. That's why that makes sense that it's just a topic of conversation that checks out even more. Um, yeah, Hollywood Studios. Here's the picture. <gasps> wow, 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 wow. That's, that's, that's really incredible. And the whole family's together and we're all like pulling them back. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Oh my God, that's really profound. Yeah. Um, they have a Mickey hat like at Hollywood Studios and it had stars on it. I was just about to say what I, with the kids. We used to go there with the kids. You know what I just saw before you right before you said that is I was about to say, I was about to say I'm seeing Mickey Mouse. I'm seeing Mickey, but I'm seeing that movie, The Sword in the Stone. Like where Mickey's playing the it's the it's the Disney version of the sword. Oh, the Fantasia or something. Oh, is that what that is? Thank you, Fantasia. Does that movie have any significance, or am I just seeing it because we're talking about Disney? Probably just seeing it. I mean, it's not really specific to us, but okay. 
with Barbara, was she, I'm, okay, I can't figure out if I'm seeing, there's something I'm seeing that looks like blood pressure. Cause I'm seeing like a oh, blood yeah. pressure. Yeah, I just yeah, saw. blood pressure. So. Okay, cause I just saw blood pressure monitor, like the arm thing. She had out of control blood pressure. Yeah, I'm just, cause I'm kind of going back to her. I was like feeling like I'm pulled back in her direction and she's showing me that apparatus that you use to wrap around and then I'm seeing a red cross over it. So just for whatever reason, she's talking about her high blood pressure, which makes sense considering she's so high strung. Um, although it's still hereditary in her case, but um, it's also not taking care of herself and also just being high, very, not dealing with her stress management. Um, Roadrunner. Roadrunner. Yeah, my husband, I think his dad loved Roadrunner. They used to. It's funny. That's so random, but I just heard it so clearly Roadrunner and I saw the Roadrunner just running down, the, you know, like in the cartoon, the cartoon Roadrunner. I also just saw a pin that, do you, know, do you remember back in the day, in our day, we would fly on planes and it was like Pan Am. I saw Pan Am and I just saw like- okay. his, his uncle worked for Pan Am. Um, Got it. Yeah, because he's showing me a Pan Am plane. I'm seeing the button. Um, Thank you. Did, you ever, Go did ahead. you ever take, did Pat ever mention having gone somewhere like, oh, this is weird, like did his uncle like fly, get, fly him somewhere, but it feels someplace like the Philippines or like the an Asian country. I can't quite put it all together. It, it The Pan Am poster has a, there's a, the woman, like there's a post, and I think that's where I'm getting that from. I don't know if she's from Tahiti, but like one of the Pan Am images is I think of a woman, like a-, a Like a pinup kind of thing? It, it is, and, it, and it's like a, um, it's not a Hawaiian woman, but it looks, I think it's a woman from Tahiti. Okay, there's, we have like in our guest room, a poster that's like that. Okay. Like an old like pinup kind of, kind of pan am thing in our guest room okay that might be what it is it, it's interesting i think it has a double meaning like because he's talking about pan am but let's go with that because there has to be a reason why he's showing me that pan am poster um so i want to go go to it because it's yes that's really cool that he's showing me that you have this it's like of a woman and she looks to be of like asian descent at least in my hawaiian that's what yeah Yep. She looks to me to be Hawaiian or indigenous, you know, kind of person um, with like wavy, thick hair, dark, wavy, thick hair. Does that, is that what it looks like? Um, and okay. Is there something on the back of that poster? Is it framed? Or is it just a poster? It might be framed. Don't quote me on this. Don't tear it apart. <laughs> but like, because he might just be acknowledging it. But when I'm feeling into why are we talking about this poster, it takes me to the back of it where there's like paper and then like a wire that it hangs from. Is there a wire hanging on it? I don't know. I got to look close. Again, I may be sending you on a wild goose chase, but it'd be fun to see if there's something he wrote on the back of it or, or if there's something beneath, don't like rip it apart, but just like, or if there's something stuffed in there, I just, maybe I'm, I don't know. Like I just have this. Well, I just want to know why he's bringing me to that poster. And so I'm asking him and I'm seeing, taking the picture down and there's like maybe that brown paper on the back of it. Just see, I might be wrong. 
but why is he bringing that up otherwise Pan he loves to travel he loved to travel like to hawaii and things it's possible because like i, I see him oh go ahead no it's just that and like his last trip he found me a hula girl that um, <clears throat> lamp it was like my grandma and grandpa's and it was kind of like that sort of era yeah I do. I know exactly the ones you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And it could just be that he's talking about that because to me, I felt like he got frequent flyer miles or something from his uncle and might've been taken there as a kid. No, it wasn't that he got a lot of frequent flyer miles. From oh, he himself. did from his own work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it has a double meaning because there's definitely something about uncle, the uncle. And then there's definitely, like you said, he just really enjoyed. He traveling. wanted to be a pilot when he was. Did he? Did. Oh, interesting. He said, if he didn't marry me, he would have been a pilot. Okay. Is there something about, I know you've known each other like your whole lives for, you know, since high school, but he just showed me that you had interactions without knowing it or something when you were like little and there, cause I see a playground and I see the two of you on, I don't know if this is literal. Well, our doctors were the same. We didn't know it, but our pediatrician, his mom worked for them and my mom knew her. Okay. And we were little kids and went to the same pediatrician that knew both of us growing up. Yeah, because the way he showed it to me was probably symbolic, but he showed me a swing set and like a playground and you two as little kids swinging side by side, but not the idea of it was we were right there in each other's orbit, but didn't even know it. That was exactly. like, like it didn't literally feel like you were side by, but there was like, we were side by side this whole time, just waiting to come together. Yes, it's true. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, because my mom knew his mom and the doctor was very good friends with my mom and also my mother-in-law worked for her. Oh, okay. And so like we probably crossed paths many times. Yeah, definitely you did. That's that that was the the real feeling of it. Um I know right now work is the last thing on your mind. But I see for you going into this field of like holistic nutrition and down the line, is that something that's ever interested you or like, do everybody it? told me I should do that. But I, I feel just... like you're healing people through food. That's the feeling, no pressure, but that's what I just saw very clearly is you do this instinctually. You understand the connection between food, what we put in our bodies and our health. Um, and like I said, it can't cure cancer, but if you have cancer, definitely it can help you feel better and it can help you. You have a better chance of fighting it. And there's a real put, there's a real feeling of you changing direction and going into something for yourself where that way you can take clients, but you can grieve. Like you don't have to be on 24 seven. You can take clients on your own time. But and the it, problem is I just, you know, I don't feel like I was just talking about this to somebody that told me, Don, you're like a healer. Yeah. Like, you've got a bigger purpose and you need to um, really think about this. And I said, <laughs> I'd be like a fake. I mean, how do I say I healed anyone? He passed away as hard as I tried. I mean, every single day I juiced for him. I made like three meals a day that were like impeccably healthy. And I know he was given six months to live and he lived six years almost, but it's like, I can't say, wow, he was mm -hmm. healed because he wasn't. Right. And that's why he's bringing this up. That just came very strongly to me. That's why we're talking about this right now because, and you'll, 
you don't have to do it right now. There's no pressure to do it right now. But the message is now it's all, now I understand why we're talking about this. The message is healing isn't just about saving a life because as for instance, what we're doing right now, I can't save you from grief. You know, I can't say, stop the pain, but I can help facilitate you in healing your own self just by continuing to talk about it, by continuing to hold space for you to talk about it and heal. And it, it doesn't mean there's a time frame on it, but it doesn't mean that you don't have the ability and the power to help people get through what they're going through. Like for instance, Reiki healing doesn't mean that you're going to stop somebody's natural progression. Like unfortunately Pat's path was that he wasn't unfortunately meant to go at this time, but it doesn't mean that there isn't value in it. It doesn't mean that there's not value in helping people manage symptoms. And if they are some people, when they have near death experiences are told you can stay or you can go, it's not really your time, but you can stay if you want. If it isn't their time, it can help facilitate even just feeling better, managing symptoms. And you don't have to, I do that too. I'm like, well, I don't want to put myself out there because I feel like a fake. I can't tell you that I'm going to be able to heal you. But what I can tell you is that you'll probably feel better. You'll probably help to heal yourself in the, the best way that you can for you. It doesn't mean that I'm going to cure your cancer and you're going to walk away cancer free, but it means it's part of feeling better, having more time. Like you said, he had six, he was given six months. He lived six years. That's still not enough time. When you're ready, he's just saying it doesn't mean you can't be a healer. Right now, you don't have it in you to the bandwidth to give somebody else healing energy when you're just hanging on by your fingernails. It could be five years from now, but I think the encouragement is that obviously that's what we do. We're like, well, I couldn't save Pat, so how could I heal anybody else? And he's like, take that thought out of your mind because then you're cheating yourself and others out of what you do have to offer. None of us can claim that we can save somebody's life, but we can help them through whatever it is they're going through. Now's not the time and that's okay, but just be open to it for the future, even though right now you can't see past tomorrow. But I think it's just something to know that there is going to be a time when you're going to feel you have the bandwidth for it. You can't imagine it right now. You just can't. And that's okay. Like you, you don't have to but it's just something that I think you are a healer and that nutrition has a lot to do with it. Um, just where you're going with it. I just felt Pat saying that's going to be a new chapter. You don't know it yet, but it is Africa. Why am I hearing Africa? Is there somebody, you know, that's going to Africa? I have family in Africa. My no kidding. South Africa. Yeah. Yes. My, my cousin Bula, she's um, from South Africa. Okay. she lost her husband like we were always like connected because she was going through treatment with her husband and I was going through treatment with Pat and we would like just encourage each other a lot and um and she just texted me or messaged me maybe uh a few weeks ago and she's like Dawn you need to come and you need to come visit me we've got a lot of family here and I really want you to come I was about to say, let me tell you how I received this information. We just had the conversation that we had. And then I saw you need to travel. And in my mind, my, my logical mind went, she's not going to, she's not going to travel. But then I saw heard Africa. And then 
South, I heard South Africa. And then you told me about your cousin. Again, there's an encouragement, go. Not because like it's gonna change anything, except it's something you need to do. For The reason is to just mix things up right now, because right now everything is a reminder of him. Every single thing, and it always will be. I'm not saying you're not gonna think about him every single minute of every day, but I think there's an encouragement to go and have this adventure, whether you fake it till you make it, with no expectations, it's not about trying to have fun or anything like that, but it's getting out of this comfort zone in this environment and seeing something beautiful and seeing something new. I understand you're gonna say, but I, I don't wanna go if he can't come with me. But he's like, I want you to go and I want you to and know that I'm going with you. That's just what I feel. Don't feel guilty if you can't summon it up, but I'm telling you, there's a big encouragement you have free will, you can do whatever you want. Big push from spirit to say yes to that opportunity, whenever that might be. And also the sisterhood in two women that have lost their husbands, you need each other. And yes, it's great that you can talk the way that you do, but being together, I feel like something healing happens from that trip. You know, the two of you together, experiencing this together might be really, really instrumental in your healing so just take that as you will it doesn't have to be a stress about it but I do feel like Pat is like go honey go you know don't hold yourself back from experiences um because he's like I want you to keep enjoying life as much as you can even and again I'm say that with sensitivity I understand it's hard but he's like please don't stop enjoying what you can despite your grief and it'll only help kind of like help you see start to feel like oh I had a moment of joy this today was a really good day like it's that kind of thing it's slow but steady so if there if that's on the table it might just be one of those things where you're like coming up with all these reasons in your mind not to and just talk to yourself and go nope I'm going to book the flight and feel all the uncomfortable feelings and just get on the plane. Like everything is what I keep seeing one foot in front of the other. Like I'm scared, do it. I'm scared, do it. Like just keep, let's like feel the fear and do it anyway and just go. As I just heard hiccups. Um, oh no, wow, that was very big hiccups. Let me just hold my breath. Pat had really bad hiccups. That's why I sent him in for. I was just gonna ask you if there was some, I know that's silly. But I was like, I have really bad hiccups right now. Is there some yes. connection? Yes, and that's what freaked me out so bad. Yeah. When did he have them? Um, right before he was diagnosed. That's why I sent him in to get checked. Do you know I, I haven't had hiccups in years? Like, I don't know the last time I had hiccups. And I don't always try to make it all fit, but this is such severe hiccups that I'm like, I almost asked you if there's some reason why I'd have like dramatic hiccups because I do not have hiccups in my life very often yeah yeah that was that's why he went in for a checkup that's why I made him go because he he'd, he'd have hiccups when he'd eat and I was like something's not right and he goes they're just hiccups that's what he told me why are you freaking out 
that's crazy. Like when it manifests physically in me, that always amazes me because I don't, like I said, I can't remember the last time I had hiccups. And as it was happening, I was like, this is really dramatic. Like it's so that makes sense that he would show me that. And now they're gone, I think, which would be crazy because that shows that he just wanted to show them to me and bring them and they're gone. He literally was just like threw them at me just to, just to say that that is unreal to me. Um, that was his only, that was his only symptom. What's that Al Pacino movie? My so, dad actually looked like Al Pacino. Like all right. I'm going to go with that. He might be referring to, it might be your dad. Yeah. He just said that he used to be such a big, tough, strong guy and that he got sick. Is that correct? Like, cause he said, I used to be such a strong guy and giving up who I was, was really tough because I became yeah. so dependent. Um, and because he just showed being really dependent on somebody having to take care of him and that it really was hard for him from a pride perspective yeah my that, dad was prideful very okay prideful. because he wanted to say thank you for giving me my dignity in all of it because you knew how much that was important to me and you took care of me but you also let me have my dignity and to do things by myself as much as I could without sort of making me feel helpless does that make sense to you hundred percent. Okay. Just really important to him that, you know, that he appreciates that sensitivity because you, you didn't treat him like a baby. You, you were like, I know you still need to have your sense of autonomy. Um, it's not that he's not loving, but he doesn't come through. He doesn't come through with the warmth first. He comes through with more of the strength first, yes. um, because I'm kind of waiting to see what he wants to say to you. And, and I'm, I'm like any words of comfort and he doesn't, it's not that he doesn't have them. It's that he doesn't express them very well. Um, he doesn't, he's not going to be the one that's like tender. Um, not that he doesn't have a soft heart, but they, they, he doesn't come through as very tender. He it's doesn't. 100% right. Okay. Cause he said, he's like, I'm not the guy to talk to about this kind of stuff. Like he just kind of feels like it's not that he, he it's, he's not, you know, souls come in with their own purposes and some are there to be like, I'm here for you. I love you. You're okay. But he's like, I just don't do, that's not my kind of wheelhouse um, in terms of being like the best at comforting. That's mom's job. He's like, that's more of like mom's job. Um, not that he, he just doesn't, he just doesn't do that. It's not that he doesn't care. There'd be a reason why I would see slippers with him. Kind of basic, but like, I just saw slippers. Yeah. My mom left them there in the house for the longest time. Okay. Acknowledging yeah. that his slippers were, were important, somehow important. And um, does somebody work in a pharmacy? Oh, no, you do. Shoot. That's funny. You, I had just saw pharmacy, but see, I didn't, this is one of those things I'm talking about where before I would have been like, well, I already know she works at a pharmacy, but no, it came in, in a, from a different place. Yes. So it's, it's showing me there's a reference. I must, it's a reference to your work. And it's because um, what I'm actually seeing, I know you don't literally work in a pharmacy. Um, I know you're a patient advocate, but what I just saw is a drugstore and then they took me to the pharmacy desk where people are filling prescriptions. So there's a reason why I'm seeing this. And it's not because you told me you work in pharmacy, because as I said, that I, that was not even in my, in my field. Is there somebody you work with that would have either passed away or, and there's no one named Wendy at the pharmacy, right? Like a coworker. Yeah, there is a coworker, but I'm not close with her. All right. Because here's the thing. I heard Wendy. 
Then I said, who's Wendy? And I saw pharmacy. So there's some, okay. So there is a Wendy that's where you work with. All right. Yeah. Let's figure out what that's about. Why are we mentioning Wendy? She's a coworker. You don't have a relationship with her necessarily, but she exists in your sphere. Um, okay. It may be one of those things that we'll understand this later. Like that Wendy will say, maybe, the, I feel like this might be one of those things we're not going to figure out right now, but there's an acknowledgement of there being a Wendy at the, that you work with at the pharmacy. And so um, I would take it as they're just acknowledging that we have, or I might be picking up on it psychically, but I feel like there's, they don't bring things up for no reason. So it may be that, I don't know, maybe Wendy's going through something losing somebody I don't know do you know anything about her life like is she going through a loss is something who I don't know but I'm just gonna say I was just told Wendy who works at the pharmacy if it I'll wait for more to come in and if it doesn't it doesn't I think that we're gonna figure this out later I, I definitely feel like they come so many I feel like this time around everybody came through together just to show you which you already know but just to really illustrate to you that we're all here we're all around you we all know this is hard and there's such an encouragement of like you might not feel like it but you are wonder woman and like we want please keep going and please keep enjoying life um not with no pressure about how you do that you know like there's it's not a, it's not like a feeling of come on get out there it's not that feeling of of like insensitivity to what you're experiencing but it's this encouragement gentle love and encouragement of put yourself out there you can do like as you may as well like the feeling is you're gonna hurt no matter what you do it's not gonna like it's not gonna not hurt but at least as long as you've got time left here put your smart you don't have to do it all at once but just there's an encouragement to start putting your toe in the water of like, you know, making that going, I don't feel like the, the thought of like a big trip might feel overwhelming, but it's like, you, you'll realize like why you have, like once you're there and you've done it, you'll be like, I get why I had to do this now, because it gives you that small sense of, okay, I may not feel less sad, but I feel like, oh, this is a cool experience. Like you can finally feel a cool experience. Um, and also I know Pat wants you to know, like, I hear every little silly thing that's going on in your life. Like every tiny little funny thing, um, glitter, is there like glitter all over the place somewhere? Like, did you find glitter, um, in the couch cushion? Like, it feels like I just saw like it opening a card or something and there's glitter in it and there's like glitter on things and you keep finding glitter like weeks later. So it to do it used to always be that back in the day when I would do that, that would happen. What, what was it about? It was just, I would do like Christmas or different things and put glitter in it oh. and then all over the place. Yeah. Um, we'd find it. But I haven't done that in a long time. There's a reason why he brings that up. There's a reason why he brings that up. That's not just a memory. It's about because I can tell he's kind of giving me this sort of analogy about finding glitter everywhere, which is like representing the magic, like finding those, that hidden glitter. I, it's like, there's still a little bit of glitter in this life, which it's like, you'll have to find, you'll find it in hidden places. 
is kind of what I feel like he is referencing that you used to find glitter everywhere. Like you put it in cards for people and then it's everywhere. But that's the feeling I have of him making an analogy about there's still going to be pain, but there's going to be, going to be these little moments where you're like, Oh, unexpected glitter. And so he's like, but make sure that you keep your, like go out in the world to find it. You don't have to go crazy. You don't have to like constantly leave the house. But as you said, you're thinking about going to church, just put it on the calendar and just go. And don't let the fear of how it'll make you feel hold you back. It might hurt. It might not. It, just put yourself there, put your butt in the seat. And it's like showing up, just show up. And then if you realize five minutes later, I can't do this, go home. That's fine. But just, he's like, keep taking these small steps, keep saying yes and say yes, say yes to things. Um, and like Stella said, you can wear black because black's sexy, but um, you know, at the same time, like what she meant wasn't don't wear black. It was, you know, start to add color to your life because sometimes it's that thing of um not just fake it till you make it it's like they say that like when you smile for example it tricks your brain into thinking you're happy <laughs> so they're like just smile through a workout like when I work out and I, I'm doing like a hard workout I'm like this fucking sucks but if I smile and I pretend I'm like no it's great it just feels so good like there's something not to like pretend but to just like kind of to a degree fake it till you make it in like okay pretend this is fun it, there's that I, I know I don't mean that literally you know what I mean but like it's kind of just trying to have a sense of normalcy slowly but surely eventually you will start to find oh wait I actually did have a good time for five minutes I wasn't thinking about this you know or I was thinking about it but I was able to think of it with like a smile on my face or I was able to laugh more or like we had such a nice dinner together, you and a friend, you know, or your, or your, your cousin, like, I just really laughed for the first time in a long time and laughed till I cried and it felt organic. And it's just kind of like getting back that part of yourself. That doesn't mean the grief is gone, but it just means I can have a moment where I'm actually like, Oh my God, I had a moment of peace. Um, and he's like the only, and, Part of it is the way you're going to get there is to put yourself in new situations and kind of get out of the, because as I said, everything reminds you of him that's around you. Car, even just getting in the car. I remember, you know, there's like things in the car that remind you of him. There's something on the, do you have something hanging on the dash, on the mirror that has to do with him? Which is fine. Is that something you put there or is it something he put? Yeah. Um, and it's, he's like, it's good. Like, it's good to have that there. And also, um, because it fell off and put, was in the cup holder. It was so weird when I came in when oh. like yesterday, Oh, was, how did that come out of the cup hold, go into the cup holder? Like, that's why you just mentioned that thing. It just, because he just, it was like, sometimes he, I'm talking about something else and they'll just show me something else. Cause he just showed me something hanging from the mirror. That's like, has to do with him. And, um, also, it's so funny because he just showed me, does his car still have like a cassette deck in it? Like he showed me cassette tapes going into, like playing cassette tapes, which nobody does anymore. Not car, but. Um, okay. Is there something about cassette tapes? 
generally that you have some of the make me he used to make me um those tapes mix like, tapes yeah do you still have them i have some yeah have you put them on like a digital just so that you have them he bought me about my pottery thing he bought me a um a boom box so i um, could play you know. yeah yeah that's so cool like i that feels like Oh God, I know. I, I have those two. I still have mine too. That met, that guys made me boys. Every one of my boyfriends, because that was what we did in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, yeah. I have so many mixtapes from boys, and it brings back all the visceral but feelings. He he was my only boy though. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Um. Yeah, I feel like we could. I feel like I love. I love hanging out with Pat, and I know we will do this. I know he'll do. Like I know he'll continue to give me messages and. I'm always here for you. Um, is, there, is there somebody that has a name like Ella or something? My daughter's Ellie and my grandmother was Eleanor and his grandmother was Eleanor. Here we and go. they were born on the same day, the same year. April 11, 1910. That's and his awesome. grandma was Eleanor Casey and my grandma was Eleanor Kelsey. Beautiful. And my, my son. And my son's oldest son's birthday is April 11th. And my dad's birthday is April 11th. Oh, wow. That's so weird. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I heard Ellie really strongly, um, that's which is my daughter. Your, or, or not, sorry, I said Ella, but like Ellie, um, that's very, very strong. Um, and my niece, her middle name is Eleanor. She's Hazel Eleanor. I love that name. Was one of those Eleanor people in spirit that um like a total renegade like person that's like totally not this person that I have like I think I have is feels like someone who is not by the book and she's very independent and she's kind of like feels like she's not um like one of those women that's back in the day was like not to be contained. I don't know if that's, is that, is that her or somebody else? My grandma was a free spirit. Like she free was, but the she, word. Wasn't, she wasn't like an old fuddy duddy, you know, how some of them were. My grandma this was is not, like, that that's what I feel. She cool. She was very cool. Yeah. Cause like I you could like, talk to her. Like she would, she would, you know, have conversations about sex and things like that with me yeah. and, references and she'd be like you know honey when your husband comes home you never you always make sure you have lipstick on and you look pretty and you, <laughs> and you never turn him down and she would be like that kind of grandma that is, would give that sort of advice and, is that grandma eleanor or is she, she a different grandma that's that's eleanor oh because when i just asked her to show herself i saw i am not to be contained i am a renegade she does not conform to norms of like girls have to wear dresses she is she did not, like to wear dresses herself I mean I it just she, feels like she's more artsy like I kind of felt she, like, she was an art she was an artist at the art institute of Chicago she went her. To you know what I saw specifically too is there was that time in Paris I don't know a lot about it historically but it's like the Alice B. Toklas, I don't even know who Alice B. Toklas is, but there's like that whole time period where people were like hanging out with artists and um, it was like the beatnik kind of feeling. Um, I had this feeling of, that just kind of is my symbol for somebody that is more artsy, like- like She was an artist. She, um, 
she could draw she could sing she could like they'd have like little parties and she would um they'd play the piano and she would sing i mean my grandma was very cool she was not like this old she liked to cook and bake and all those things yeah. like she she was a typical grandma in so many ways but she was also very cool and my grandpa was a little bit kind of kind of controlling a little bit like he wanted you know to be the man and you know put her on a budget well she just would save her own money and she would just do what she wanted to do but she didn't like ruffle feathers with him but yeah. she'd still do her thing what she wanted to do is there did she ride horses she did have she did have a horse when she was little i have a yeah. picture of her on her pony she had yep. a pony. that's what i see very strongly she showed me yeah. riding on a horse or a pony like, yeah. a pony makes sense for what i'm seeing because it feels like a child i see her as a child yes i have a picture I, I should I when I find the picture I will text it to you please do does she have bangs like uh, in the picture I, I believe she does and and she's on this horse yep on this pony that her her dad got her I see that and I what I see is almost at a certain point in her life I don't know if I see it this way but she looks like scout from to kill a mockingbird she just showed me to, did she die of something to do with her heart yes she just showed me that um i don't know i'm just i she did it within her heart just okay it feels like something was wrong with her heart is the only information she gave me but it was definitely like she said my heart is what yep. is like kind of like what took me out she wound up getting an infection a bladder infection that went um septic but they had it under control but at the end of the day her heart just stopped got it okay peas green peas does that mean anything I just, I just made pea soup today um, um two days ago and I always think of my grandma when I make it oh if, it it's definitely connected to her so I was like if something so just, that's like her the, what she cooked and the baby loves it and I was making it and I think of my grandma when I cook sometimes that's why because she said green peas and showed me green peas and so that makes sense that she's on she's recognizing you honoring her and i actually have some out tonight for dinner that i was gonna make oh that sounds so good does it have ham in it well the soup i made did have a little ham in it yeah. and it had carrots and potatoes and all that yeah but yeah she's just like appreciating you honoring her by thinking of her when you make the soup she really wanted me to say green peas now i just saw an apron that has a monogram on it just looks like somebody monogrammed something on it does that is anyone ha just i have an apron like that that i got in italy that oh really pat got me yeah and it has your initials on it uh-huh i think that might have come from pat because it just what i do is i see the thing and then i when you don't i go okay let's zoom in what about the apron he said it has initials on it monogram it it i think it has my name on it maybe there's so many you have so many loved ones that are holding you through this and I know you don't always feel it direct you know as much because everyone wants to just feel so much better and it's not going to feel that way um and there's definitely a message of I know it doesn't we can't take the pain away but trust the experience I'm seeing wings that are like hawk wing eagle wing it's not an eagle I see a hawk I see the wings of a hawk 
And that may be significant to you in terms of the actual feathers of the hawk, but there's a feeling I'm seeing a hawk very clearly of this is gonna be your journey. It's not gonna be easy, but don't like, don't stop like fly, flying, you know, like fly, even if it, even if you feel like you're going to fall, just like get up and jump off the tree and like fly. But there feels like wings are very important. So also look out for hawk feathers, which of course we all occasionally, there's a hawk and we see them and it doesn't always mean it's spirit. But I think it's like one of those things where when you see it, you're going to know because it's going to be my brother and I, on my birthday, but this was back in January, but um, my brother came over to teach me how to use the screen egg that I have uh-huh. and um, we were sitting up there and we were watching these hawks just circle and circle and they landed on the top of this tree that my dad planted in my yard and it was like it was weird there were two of them together and my brother's like I've never seen anything like this like they were just okay that's what your dad's talking about then because <sighs> I keep seeing hawks at the top of a tree and yep. like and so, and because we're with your dad and have been for a little bit here, I guarantee you that's why we're seeing Hawks because he's, he's acknowledging that he's motivated them to cluster around his tree so that you would see it. And that that will be a sign from him. Not like every time you see a Hawk, it's like always going to be him, but like you'll know like that, just like you did in that My moment. Knew. Your brother knew. That makes sense. Cause I feel like Hawks are going to be a really big sign from him and always are. Um, and, and you'll know because it'll come at the right time and it'll be in context. So it, it's not just, oh, a hawk, that's dad. It's like, oh no, that's dad. Like, I know it is. There's no getting around the fact that that's too random. Um, and and I think that's why I see a hawk feather because it, it's something, sometimes we like to have these things to hold on to, like just to remind us, like it's a touchstone. So it may be um, that your symbol is a hawk, you know, like, whether it's a tattoo or like a actual feather or a dream catcher with hawk feathers in it. I just feel like that's something that might comfort you just to keep in mind. You don't have to do any of that. Um, do you have a tattoo already? That's like a Patrick thing. Yeah. Oh, right there. I, Cause he just showed me speaking of tattoos. What is it of? It's a rose. Oh. He had, he had, I don't think I told you about that. I don't think you did. I had it in September. I did it. I don't know if I told you or didn't. I don't know. I don't remember either. I just, he just told me that you have a tattoo that is in his memory. When I just heard string beans, did somebody have a string bean recipe or something? Cause I don't, I would say green beans, but whoever this is said string beans. Well, or I have those out on the, I have the peas and the green beans out on the counter. Oh, okay. It's probably but, that, but also but, did someone, maybe it was a nickname string bean. No. no, it's the string bean. It's literal string beans. Mm -hmm. It's. I think it's just grandma saying, and the string beans, like letting you know that I'm like seeing what you're doing. Um, and the other thing is a fishing pole, but really I'm, my focus is on the actual nylon string. My dad loved fishing. He did? So I didn't know that. I just saw a fishing pole. Like, and my I- Dad loved fishing. That was his favorite. Oh. And Pat and um, Pat would fish with them. Like, okay. They're fishing together on the other side. I know that. I know that when I say that, I know that's true. Um, spirit fish, you know, I don't know how that works, but apparently they can do it. Apparently they can create their own reality on the other side. And so that's what they're doing. I keep hearing and seeing medallion, medallion, and there's like a big gold 
medallion that I see. I don't know what it is though. Do you know? Um, would it be connected with Pat or your dad? I have Parthenon that I got on my wedding day. What is it's it? Like this big. That's <laughs> and it's and it's like it's all gold. Okay, yeah. It's and it's a Parthenon. Got it. And I saw that so strongly. Yeah, and they gave it to me on my wedding day. My my uncle, he gave me it like oh wow. I don't know if I have it right here to show you. It's hilarious. It is really hilarious. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's so cool. It's the gaudiest thing that I've never worn. Yeah, it is. It's like cool and it's that's all gold. Yeah, all gold. It's a big, big, huge medallion is what I heard. They've done their jobs really well today and I'm really grateful for that. 